Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the most successful people in the world, and I thank you for joining us. This show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. And here's a successful entrepreneur who provides insights and guidance you can use to move along your vision path. Listen to my shows on all the podcast platforms, such as Spotify or iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Just search for Tony, D-U-R-S-O, and please subscribe too. And as most of you know, I've been calling you guys visionaries for most of the time. After all, we're talking about getting your vision in place, getting on your vision path. We're talking about the vision map and so forth. But there's a little bit of tweak on it because this is the journey to success. This is all about taking you from where you are to the next level. So instead of calling you visionaries, which might be a little passe now, I'm going to tweak that a little bit and call you success squad. What do you think of that? You're my success squad. Let me know what you think. Now, before we get going, here's a big thank you to some amazing sponsors of our show. Please stay tuned for an important message from Wealthfront on how you can start earning 18 times more interest on all your savings. I'm serious. And coming up is a significant message from Simply Safe on how to get commercial grade enterprise level security for your home at such a low cost, you have to listen a few times to believe. And a very special note to help you find your message and build your tribe, I'm going to give you Russell Brunson's book for free through the mail. More info on them just ahead, so please stay tuned. Today's show is about Next Generation Communications with Dax Cornelius. Let's see what we can learn today. Here's some info on Dax. Dax, who served as an officer, a major, and highly decorated U.S. Air Force F-16 combat fighter pilot, he provides the foundational leadership and vision as the CEO USA of Bastion Collective to replicate what Bastion has achieved abroad. Bastion Collective provides an ecosystem for next-generation communications. And at the end of this interview, I'm going to do a summary recap of what we went over, so stay tuned for that. Here we go. Hi, Dax. Welcome to our show. Hey, Tony. Thanks for having me. Dax, the honor is mine. You're an Air Force pilot. I am very much enamored with that. You know, I think we've all been as a kid. We've wanted to fly, and you've done it for a decade. I think it's an honor to speak with you, sir. And I want to thank you so much for being on our show. We're going to talk about how you build success through a team environment and about new communications, especially next generation communications, which is everything has changed. And I'm going to let you talk about that. But before we do that, Dex, let's follow your journey to success. How did it all start for you? What's your backstory? Well, it's it's uh, definitely an interesting one, I would say. It's it's probably a little unorthodox to most, but I would say it all started back coming to America uh, with my mother uh, from England uh, as a very, very young child, infant, and uh, growing up in, in all places in Las Vegas. So that was a, a very interesting upbringing uh, in that town. And, uh, but it was, you know, it was, it was a good upbringing. My mother was incredibly strict, very hardworking, single mother, uh, raising me, uh, immigrating to the U S and, um, I had an inspirational family that was overseas. I had a, a dad in London and at the time, one sister in Australia, another sister in, 
Hong Kong. My brother was in Spain. My mom in Vegas, and uh, it, it was a very dynamic global family, if you will. And uh, my path, you know, if I really look back, attributing the success of it, if if someone considers it successful, uh, started with wrestling. I, I I paved my way into college on a D1 wrestling scholarship and got to the Air Force Academy and through the Air Force Academy, I, I guess I would say by the skin of my teeth. <laughs> it was a great institution to be from, very, very difficult uh, while you were there. And um, I ended up graduating from there uh, and commissioned as a second lieutenant in the Air Force and ended up flying F-16s for the next 10 years. Um, until I was a major in the Air Force. And it was very interesting. Those last three years of being a fighter pilot flying F-16s, I had the honor of of being elected to become the F-16 demo pilot, better known as Viper West. And that job was primarily to demonstrate the assets that the taxpayers pay to show the taxpayers what those Air Force assets are and to um, basically really honor past, present, and future heroes through the air show demonstrations. But doing 35 air shows a year domestically and globally, uh, no different than the Thunderbirds or Blue Angels, you didn't just get to do loops to music all day. You had to somewhat have a real job, if you will. And uh, my desk job had a lot to do with the Air Force branding and... um, a lot of the things that had the Air Force name attached to it, um, events, air shows, uh, USO tour, things like that came through our office. And so we had a lot to do with the branding and marketing of the U.S. Air Force and, and the message that we wanted to relay. And that's really where I started to cut my teeth on marketing, which is what I, what I do today. But after the military, um, after 10 years serving and getting out as a major, Gosh, I did a myriad of things. I started my own business uh, as a broker buying and selling aircraft. Um, I then got into VC and private equity um, that had to do with pretty much buying intellectual property in the outdoor industry. And that had a lot to do with sales and marketing and manufacturing. And then I got into the uh, EMP industry, oil and gas and uh, consulting. And and after that, that then led me to a career in Bastion Collective, where I'm now the CEO for our U.S. division of our marketing company, our global marketing company, Bastion Collective. So uh, as you can see, it, it, it was a, a, a journey that I, I, would, I would best visualize as, as a, a bowl of spaghetti before it got into a straight line. <laughs> and I know you have Italian roots. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And now we're now we're going to talk about the meatballs. Yeah, there you go. Very amazing career that you've had, and what you do is really quite something. We're going to go into that in just a minute. And I know that one of your fundamental points as the CEO of Bastion is you really work on the vision. So for you, before you did that, before you got to that, let's talk about how did your vision come along? Because you could have gone a myriad of different ways, but you went this way into marketing, communications. So how did you come about the vision for your current success? Well, you know, success, I think it all depends how one defines success. Um, I, I think there's many interpretations of it. But for me, you know, success means getting better each and every day. You know, some of the core values in our company, Bastion Collective, is that we make each other's lives better, 
we produce world-class work that gets better every time, and we manage successful, great businesses. And in order to create that vision, it, it was an evolution, to be frank. I, I mean, it, as much as I personally or the rest of my partners in the collective would love to say that this was a well-mapped-out game plan that, that has been executed flawlessly from beginning to end, I'd, I'd be pontificating um, a, a bunch of lies. W- what really happened was just a, a plan of persistence and, and constant movement, um, not allowing ourselves to, to be subjected to fear or insecurities of the unknown, if you will, and really trying to go about uh, the decisions that we've made in this business with educated decisions. And, you know, frankly, at the end of the day, you, you take all of that persistence, constant movement, not allowing yourself to succumb to fear, uh, educated decisions. And, and really, at the end of the day, quite frankly, from what I've learned in the air as a fighter pilot or on the ground as a CEO of a marketing company, it, it really boils down to about 80% mental, mental state uh, and about 20% what you're doing with your hands and your feet and, and utilizing the empirical data to make the right decisions. It just is, as much as I'd love to say it's something different than that, it's, it's not. A lot of it is relying upon your experience and, and making those choices and decisions with the best data you can. But at the end of the day, you on the pointy edge, you've got to make the right decisions and you're going to fail a lot of the times, unfortunately. I totally see how that happens and I can totally see how that all works, Dak. And I believe firmly that at the bottom of the, a good vision, of, at the bottom of success is a very strong purpose. And when I see people following their purpose line, they're successful. So I'd love to know, what's the purpose for what you do? Yeah, well, you know, I guess to back up to that a second, I, I think the biggest thing is figuring out what you love to do. And as much as everybody says, oh, you know, Go in life and do what you love. You know, I hear that all the time. Well, frankly, I love to eat Italian food and I love to travel and I love to hang out and laugh with friends, but that's not necessarily what I am good at. Now, you know, sorry, just to be a little silly. Some people do make a very good living doing just that. (laughs) That's right. No doubt. And more power to them. But my point being is that it's not necessarily what you love to do, but it's what you're good at. And I think when you figure out what you're good at, you actually evolve into loving it um, because you're good at it, you know. Uh, But, you know, a lot of times people, uh, entrepreneurs give the advice that, oh, do what you love. I, I, I beg to differ. I think it's do what you're good at. And that starts to open up so many more doors for you. Um, So what I realized, whether it was being a fighter pilot or whether it was being a, a, a businessman in, in VC private equity or sales and marketing or manufacturing and oil and gas and now marketing, I've come to realize that I don't really love any one thing. But what I'm good at is getting people in the same boat. And these people in this boat that I speak of are a variety of different types of people and expertise, whether you're talking engineers Uh, whether you're talking artists, whether you're talking CEOs, whether you're talking new hires, that's a a different mix of people and personalities and capabilities and talents. 
But what I figured out was that I love getting all of those people in the same boat, rowing the same direction for a common goal with a vision and a budget and a timeline for execution. And that's what I realized. That was my why. That was my purpose. It took me a long time to figure that out, that I didn't really love any one thing, but I love seeing things grow. And I love being in the trenches in the journey of developing that growth. And so for me, over this period of time, I'm 46 years old now, and I've come to really figure out my purpose is to lead and inspire. And I think it's one of those things you're either born with or you're not. You can learn a trade, you can learn a skill, but in order to be on the pointy edge of, of say, a business, um, that's not necessarily something that you do unless it's inherent to you. It's deep within your soul that you want to do that because doing that is not necessarily always going to be the most fun or at times it'll be very lonely. It's filled with pressure and um, it's not, it's not for everybody. And I mean, whether you want to be on the pointy edge of a business or you don't doesn't mean you're better or worse than anyone else. It just means that's what your really your DNA and your makeup, that inherent longing uh, that's what you're meant to do. And that's what I figured out that I'm just really good on that on that pointy end, or or at least I, I think I am. And uh, hopefully the success and track record speaks for itself. This is Dax Cornelius, Next Generation Communications, and you can find him at bastioncollective.com. I'm going to spell that. Two words, B-A-S-T-I-O-N. That's Bastion and Collective. We know that one, C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V-E.com. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about next generation communications with Dax Cornelius. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Your credit card probably gives you 1% cash back. I don't even know what mine gives. It's so eensy-teensy. I just really haven't bothered to check. I know it's even below 1%. But what does your bank account give you? You know, most banks give you 0.1% APY interest on your savings. And yes, you should be earning more. With the Wealthfront cash account, you earn more interest on your savings. Check this out. Imagine you're trying to achieve something and it would take you 50 years to do it. Wow. 50 years. Now, imagine you could achieve the same thing in just four months. Is this an oxymoron or what? Four months, 50 years? Isn't that better? Let's give you an example. Let's say you have $20,000 with typical banks. It would take you 50 years, five zero, to earn the same amount of interest. It will take you just four months to earn with Wealthfront. Now, guys, every year we make resolutions, you know, eat healthier, get to the gym, get your finances in order. This year, make a resolution you can actually keep. Earn more money. How cool is that? The Wealthfront Cash Account makes it effortless to earn more on your savings so you can be proud of your financial decisions in 2020. With the Wealthfront Cash Account, you earn more interest on your money. They have one of the highest interest rates in the market at 1.78% annual percentage yield. That's 18 times more interest than the national average of 0.1%. 
according to Bankrate.com. It's easy and fast to get started. It only takes a buck and a few minutes to open an account. That's right, I said a buck, just a buck. You can even do it right from your phone. No paperwork required. There are no fees and your money is FDIC insured up to $1 million through their partner banks. Wealthfront's clients trust them with over $22 billion. That's a lot of moolah. And clients have earned over $70 million in interest with their Wealthfront cash accounts. That's incredible. Wealthfront is the ideal way to manage your money. You can save, plan, invest, and get financial advice all in one place. And they make your money work harder for you. Right now, you can sign up for the Wealthfront cash account in less than five minutes by visiting Wealthfront.com slash D-U-R-S-O. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash D-U-R-S-O. Go to Wealthfront.com slash D-U-R-S-O and start earning 18 times more interest on all your savings. That's Wealthfront.com slash D-U-R-S-O. Wealthfront is not a bank. Cash account is offered by Wealthfront Brokerage, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Wealthfront conveys funds to partner banks who accept and maintain deposits, provide the interest rate, and provide FDIC insurance. The APY is subject to change. All right, guys, check it out, sign up, and tell me how much you love it. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about next generation communications with Dax Cornelius. And at the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. A little more information on DAX. Solving organizational challenges as an officer F-16 fighter pilot to serving another decade in C-level sales and marketing roles, DAX embraces people empowerment and process. Responsible for U.S. growth, DAX believes Bastion's solution to a fragmented marketing industry is to provide detailed service expected of the smaller owner-operated agencies while also delivering an integrated offering across a number of core disciplines by aggregating expert agencies under one roof. All right, and now back to the chat with Dax. Dax, very inspiring. Earlier on in, in the talk about your backstory and how you've evolved into what you do, you talked about mindset. And when I think about being a fighter pilot for 10 years, you must be a, a genius at being able to focus and navigate no matter what. Can you please tell us how how you've developed that? Any tips or guidance you can give on us being able to focus better, as well as how that's helped you be the success that you are today? Sure, sure. Well, uh, I guess I'll start with the success part, and I'll, I'll back up a little bit in, in that if you can imagine yourself at about 30,000 feet, at night from the IP or initial point to a target run. And that target run typically being about 12, 13 miles. You're at night, you're looking through these little tiny soda straws and everything is black and green because you're looking through night vision goggles. And you're flying in this cockpit and it's about 32,000 pounds of thrust that you've strapped onto yourself. 
and you've got under each wing about 2,000 pounds of tritinol with a Bluey 109 fuse attached to the end of each one of them. And you got three other guys or girls out there on your side as wingmen and your IP to target run where you're going to deploy these weapons. And all of a sudden, your dark cockpit fills up like a Christmas tree because you've got surface tear missiles coming up at you from the ground. And they're giving you indications that they're locked on you. And um, you are about 10 seconds from releasing your weapons. And you've got to laser guide these weapons into, let's say, a ammunitions uh, site or storage site. But you've got collateral damage issues. You maybe have a hospital on your right and a church on your left. And you've got to make sure that those bombs hit on target on time without any collateral damage. And all these things are happening. If you can imagine that, the focus part you speak about is intense, right? Because you're multitasking and you're doing a ton of things. And frankly, as, as much as that might sound to you pretty daunting or pretty task-saturated, frankly, and I mean this with, with complete sincerity, I don't think it's any different than a mother uh, who's juggling uh, being a mother, being a CEO, uh, running a business, and taking care of a family, or I don't think it's any different than anybody in any business with any kind of uh, life that's out there trying to do something successful. The difference is the amount of practice and preparation and repetition that's involved in order to prepare you to take on that kind of level of focus and, and that level of skill. So, uh, you know, repetition is the mother pearl and, um, you know, knowledge that precedes experiences without meaning. We could read the textbook on how to be the best husband or wife or parent or businessman. But at the end of the day, until you take some knocks and bruises and, and you know, have enough failure that breeds favor... It just takes time in order for you to be able to do things like that. You know, it, it, no one asked anybody to get in an F-16 and start flying it the first time you ever flew or attempted to fly a plane. You start in much smaller planes and you graduate. And uh, I think that's no different in our marriage, no different in our businesses, or no different in our relationships. Um, it takes training. It takes time. It takes experience and, and a lot of hard knocks along the way if you're really going to achieve something worth having. Does that make sense? It does, Dax. And I see how a lot of practice actually helps develop that mindset and that focus because you've done it so many times. You've played out so many scenarios, so many different ways. Of course, you cannot necessarily predict everything that's going to happen in the jet plane or in the business world or raising a family. But by doing it and going through it and running through multiple scenarios, I believe that focus can become better and better. And of course, the proof is in the pudding, as they say, you know, you've done it. It can be done. And you've taken this. What's amazing is you've taken this and you've brought this into the business world. Now, after doing that for so many years, is there a culture shock? Is there a culture lag? Do you have to decompress or recompress? Are you able to just move into the business world or start at the bottom? Kind of give us that transition, how that worked. Oh, gosh. You know, I've got to tell you, when um, transitioning from the military, which is a, a very organized 
well-run company, if you will. I mean, you, you look at a Google or a Facebook, I mean, in my opinion, at least where I was in the branch of, of the U.S. Air Force, I mean, it is a it is a well-run public company, if you will, and it's very organized. And then you get out into the civilian world and there's no checklist, there's no complete training list. It is a lot of take the bull by the horns and figure it out. And why are you so important? And who really cares who you are unless you can prove otherwise? So it's a, um, it was definitely a transition to the point of a couple of times, you know, in, in full disclosure, wondering and asking myself uh, in, in a pool of tears, why am I doing this and what am I doing? But the fact of the matter is change is good. And putting things in perspective is even better. And for me, when I look at even what we do today in Bastion Collective, where we have a myriad of communication expertise, and they work together on some projects in a fully integrated solution, and they work separately on just some very specific core expertise of communications for a client, depending on what that client needs. And when I stood back for a second and said, and, and it's actually funny, I'm, I'm getting ready to write an article about this. What on earth does a fighter pilot know about running a marketing company, right? And, you know, it, it's a good question, right? What, where, who is Dax and what makes this guy capable of running a marketing company, let alone a successful one that's growing leaps and bounds? Number one, it's teamwork. And it takes a lot, you know, I'm the lowest common denominator in the room nine times out of 10 when we're either in a brainstorming session or we've got a board meeting or um, we're looking for a, a new way to deliver for a client. I am always looking for better people than me that can challenge me and push me to do better. But I'll tell you the secret for me, at least mentally, is if I back out a second and take a macro level look at this, you know, back in the military, when I was a mission commander, and let's say I was flying in Bosnia or in Iraq, both of those conflicts, which I flew. And as a mission commander, your responsibility is to orchestrate that night's war. So the night prior, you did all the mission planning and in the, in the, in the underground vault and all the classified documents and information and intelligence. And everyone comes in and you plot your, your routing and, and your mission from target and you work backwards from the time you actually employ bombs on target to the time you actually take off uh, from whatever base you're taking off from. And you do all that planning, and then you go airborne, and, and, and me as a mission commander, I'm responsible for that night's war and, and orchestrating the successful outcome and making sure that everyone comes back safe. And what dawned on me is what I did then is no different than what I do now. And what I mean by that is, you know, we had F-15s that were focused on their expertise, which was air-to-air superiority. And we had F-16s or guys like me that were focused on deploying bombs on target at a certain time. And we had prowlers from the Navy that were off-axis from the targets, and they did all the jamming. And we had a KC-135 that came in and got in position to help everyone do air-to-air refueling so they could stay airborne longer. And we had the big AWACS with, with all the people on board and intelligence on board to help me make decisions as to when we do what we do. And then you had A-10s, the warthogs, that would come in and do the air-to-ground support 
for the army and and, in close air support. And so you had all these specific assets that were had core expertise in one type of at that time warfare. And what I have today is a lot of agencies that have core expertise from market research and and data insights to digital to reputation management to content, you name it, every aspect of communications, we have the agencies or the expertise to do that. And what I realized, I'm actually doing the exact same thing. I'm utilizing all these assets or expertise in marketing communications, and I'm delivering for a client in their budget, in their timeline, and and, and frankly, um, although lives may not be at stake, families are at stake. Because if that brand does not succeed based on that marketing campaign that they wanted, well, families, you know, maybe don't eat. And uh, so I've correlated everything that I did from 30,000 feet in a single seat multi-role fighter and really attributed it now on the ground to doing exactly the same thing. It's just in a, in a different theater, if you will. So it, it's been very compelling for me and very uh, just all inspiring to realize that, hey, Dax, you know, what you actually did then is quite adaptable. And, and really, all this, all the time in my journey, everyone's got their own journey. It really has brought me to a point of preparation to do what I do best today as CEO for Bastion Collective in the U.S. Is that, is that, that, is, that, does that resonate? Resonates completely. I see the whole thing. I totally zone in the picture. And aside from blowing up your competition, I can see <laughs> they better watch it. Once they know what, who they're up against, you know, they may just like acquiesce and go, okay, you know, we'll back off on this one. I, I can totally see how you use that, what you've learned to deploy various marketing campaigns and whatever you do that's your trade secrets and so forth. This is the Tony D'Erso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about next generation communications with Dax Cornelius. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. guys, what if people would actually pay you for your advice? Sounds cool, huh? Well, I'm going to actually give you a free book to help you find your message, build your tribe, and change the world. Would that be cool? Come on, that'd be great, right? Now, while I wrote the vision map, I'm going to give you free the awe-inspiring book, Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson, which Robert Kiyosaki says is the map that will allow you to turn your specialized knowledge, talents, and abilities into a business that will work for you. This is one of the shortcuts of the new rich, end quote. I use ClickFunnels and I adore the product. I've never found anything so easy to use. I'm a believer and I want to give you Russell's book for free. You just cover the shipping. You probably know I've interviewed Russell Brunson and Dave Woodward sometime back. Great interviews indeed. You'll find them at TonyDURSO.com slash pod, P-O-D. I've seen Russell and ClickFunnels grow and grow and grow into this amazing company. And the most spectacular part about it 
is the growing number of people that are actually helped by his company. He's made so many millionaires. You just have to check it out. Go to TonyDURSO.com slash click, C-L-I-C-K, and get your free copy of Expert Secrets sent to you in the mail. Really, Russell pays for the book and you cover the shipping. This book is going to help you to find your voice and give you the confidence to become a leader. Build a mass movement of people whose lives you can affect. Make this calling a career where people will pay you for your advice and other great stuff. Now, wouldn't that be cool or what? Yep, it's the real deal and will not last long. So get your free copy of Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson at TonyDURSO.com slash click. Tony Robbins, Ben Wilson, Allison Prince, Justin Williams, and a ton of others are using Russell's system and loving it. Now it's time for you to do the same. Go ahead, check it out, put in your address as the physical book will be shipped to you and tell me how much you love it. That's TonyDURSO.com slash C-L-I-C-K. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about next generation communications with Dax Cornelius. And at the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Dak says, think about the last time someone gave you a gift that was so perfect in thought, word, and deed that it brought a smile to your face. It made you feel truly understood, appreciated, happy, even indebted. And all you wanted to do was tell somebody. At Bastion Collective, we help you communicate with your audience in a way that evokes that perfect gift of emotion, connectivity, and relevancy, end quote. All right, and now back to the chat with Dax. And then lastly is acquisition. You are, you are very right. We are constantly in our expansion throughout North America with priority number one growing out the uh, West Coast, followed by the rest of the U.S., and then on into North America. We are constantly looking for the best-in-breed agencies or that new F-16 or A-10 or F-15, if you will, in order to become part of the collective and enhance the, the deliverables that we offer to our clients. So in, in answer to your question, it's threefold, or organic growth, cross-pollination growth, and acquisition growth. I like that, Dex. And let's take this down to our entrepreneurs right now. What would you recommend for them in terms of, they're all in different fields, different businesses, but, are, but I believe you may have some template or a blueprint of, successful operating points and and techniques on to build to build a good agency to, to grow a good company. I'd love to hear what you have to say about that. Yeah, that that's that's I mean that's the million dollar question, right? That's the uh that's the thing that uh is the hardest thing to do. And all I can say is that in my experience in in order to build a successful business, let alone a, a marketing communications business or any business for that matter, you hear this a lot, but I, I contend over the past 10 years, I have really internalized it. It's people. People, not just people, but people who are T 
team players because I, I, I think what you find is you when you build a business and you find people to help you build that business, they're either supporting the vision or they're supporting division. And you've got to find, no matter how you do it, uh, you've got to find the right people that are supporting the vision versus creating division and not accepting anything else other than best effort. And the reason you can demand that is because if you are on the pointing edge, that you have to give 100% effort. Matter of fact, 110% effort because in order to receive, you must give. And, and so for me, the number one key is finding the right people and really understanding people because you know people are driven based on their intellectual mindset and based on their emotional mindset. And, and you know, the intellectual side is the terms and conditions of their employment, the, the, the money that's involved, and the emotional side, which I contend, is the part that drives the success. And it drives the success through the challenge if they are emotionally driven in the business. And, and you know, frankly, in order to get a business from, you know, a million in EBITDA to 10 million in EBITDA, if you will, the only way to drive that kind of growth in order to do that, in order to create that kind of change is either through inspiration or desperation. Most people will talk a lot about what they want to do, will dream about what they want to do, but people don't really change what they do unless they are ultimately inspired or ultimately desperate. Anything in the middle, it's very hard to make a change. So in order to grow a great business, you've got to understand the emotional and the intellectual side of your people and what drives them and, and what completely depresses them, if you will. So, so you know, it, it, who said it best was Phil Jackson. The strength of a team is, is each individual member and the strength of each member is the team, you know. And in, in my opinion, you know, the Angelo Dundees who were by Muhammad Ali in his corner – the, the Phil Jacksons, you know, Michael Jordan never won a championship until Phil Jackson showed up to kind of put some reference to it, is the second part of this is find somebody who can pull out of you what you can't pull out of you yourself. Uh, because I think a lot of times as young entrepreneurs growing through the ladder or people who are just out on their own trying to develop their own business, you have to find someone in your life that can see what you can't see, whether that's a mentor, whether that's your, your wife or your husband, whoever it is that believes in you enough. Uh, and my mentor is Jim Watts, he, he, my sister's husband. He, he's actually the non-exec uh, chairman of our business in Bastion Collective. Having someone who believes enough in you to drive you to a point that you actually start believing what you're saying. So people coaches, and not being afraid to fail. You know, I think failure breeds favor, and life is too short to play it safe. Um, You have to go out there, and through enough bumps and bruises, you actually become so much more powerful than if you just played the safe route and said, well, I'm not going to go too far left or right because, you know, I'm just too afraid of what the outcome might be. Well, if you don't try, you'll never know. So for me, 
when I am looking at staff in my business, you know, to me, you, you look at someone the way he or she, who the, you look at someone who, who they are or who, who, who they are today, and they only become worse. But you look at them as if what they could be, and then they become what they should be. That's the key. You know, if you've got someone in your company that's maybe not doing so well, well, before you start pointing the finger at them and trying to put a square peg through a round hole, first ask yourself, are they in the right position? Are, they, are, are you giving them the tools that they need in order to do the job right? You know, just always look to the people and the coaches around you or the board around you or the wife or the husband and, and don't be afraid to fail. I, I, I think, you know, doing what is easy in life is hard. Doing what's hard in life, I think, becomes easy. And, and it's the magnificent paradox, right? It, it's your health. If you wake up early every day and, and get your butt in the gym, even though you don't want to, even though you're tired, and, but you, you do it, it promotes your health. And your health promotes better cognitive skills and, and emotional skills and emotional intelligence. In, in your marriage or your relationship, work on it like you do as much as you do in your business. You know, put time, set time aside uh, to spend time together because your fulfillment in your personal life is going to drive what you do in your business life. And in your business, putting the time and energy into your people, they will then take care of the clients. The clients will then take care of the business. And ultimately, no one else, no business, no wealth, no anything is going to determine your happiness other than you. Nobody else can do it. And it may take you to failure, like I said, that, that desperation, or it may take you to inspiration, but no one is going to determine your happiness other than you. And you've got to genuinely be happy in your core in order to go out and do the things what you want to achieve in life. So, you know, that, that, that to me, Tony, is, is really the, the ethos of, of how I drive myself every day in order to be a better servant to, to our staff and, and to our clients and to my wife and to my life, frankly. Those are great insights, Dak. There's so much I comment on. We could do a whole nother show on those. I want to thank you so much for sharing all those points. And we have just, just another minute here. I'd love to know, what are you looking to accomplish in the next few years? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, the biggest thing I want to accomplish in the next few years is, is to be inspiring and uh, of value to, to our company and to my family. And uh, basically for the business, it's continuing the growth of Bastion Collective throughout the United States. Um, we continue to look for the best in breed agencies that can enhance our deliverables uh, and our services and offerings for our clients. And, you know, at the end of the day, that, that growth plan is, as I told you before, was, is going to be based on organic growth and through our cross-pollination and also through acquisition. So really for the next three years, it's really building out the U.S. Uh, to achieve parity with what we've achieved overseas in Australia. And that's going to be the biggest thing for us in the next three, three years is just continuous growth in finding those right agencies uh, for, for Bastion Collective. Thank you so much. Once again, this is Dax Cornelius talking about next generation communications, which we only scratched the surface very lightly. There's so much more to talk about that. You can find out more about this at bastioncollective.com. 
Thank you so much, Dax. I definitely look forward to watching your career, watching your growth. And when you get another major upgrade, when you when you reach another level or two, I'd love to get you back on the show. Uh, I'd love to come back, Tony. And thank you for what you do as well. I think um, chats like this are so important. Uh, we we learn through each other. And I just appreciate you for what you do. It's a great podcast. Hey, Success Squad. Thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took his vision to reality. I really hope this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this interview. I really learned a lot. The insights are so valuable. How did you like this interview about next generation communications with Dax Cornelius? From flying F-16s to marketing. How cool is that? That's a great definition of success that he has. Did you like that? He said success to him means getting better each and every day. Nice. And Dax brings up a great point on following one's purpose. While we all hear that we should do what we love, and yes, yours truly says that a lot, Dax says it's doing what you're good at that makes for success and aligns with the purpose. I wholeheartedly agree. And doing what you're good at opens up more doors for you. Very interesting. What do you think? Dex is good at getting people on the same boat and he loves doing that. That's a great leadership quality. Probably the key one at that. Are you good at getting people on the same boat in the same direction for a common goal with a vision, a budget, and a timeline for execution? Do you work and push on what you're good at? And another interesting point that Dex brings up on leadership, I do find people here and there that don't want to be a leader. You may think everyone wants that, but it's not so. There's a lot of people that don't enjoy or don't want that. I seem to know many that want someone else to be in charge of things. Now, in the right circumstances, some of us can be good leaders, even though it may not be something that we always wanted to do. Sometimes there's no choice, and you have to do it to survive for yourself, your family, and your group. What do you think? I loved his response on focus in using the analogy of going out on a target run at night and being shot at and how Dax compares that level of focus with a mother taking care of her child or in anybody running a business. Wow. And again, on how experience and keeping at it helps to develop the right mindset and the focus necessary to take care of what you have to take care of. There's so much more, but one last comment is that when you're working with a group, Dax clearly says you either support a vision or you support division. Beautifully said. There's so much more I got out of this interview with Dax Cornelius. What did you get? I'd love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Tell us, tell the world. You can tweet me on Twitter at Tony D-U-R-S-O. Now grab hold of your vision. Decide you're either going to start something great or take it to the next level. You have to decide first. You know that. It always starts with a decision. And you can get my vision map to help you along the process. The free ebook is at TonyDURSO.com. I created my empire in just a few years. That's all it took. I had the vision map as my guide. I wrote it up, so now you can do it too. And please follow me on social media. You can find most of those links on the homepage at TonyDURSO.com. You can also get the vision map there. And again, check out my shows on Spotify. They're all designed to help you get to the next level in your business or career. And if you have iTunes or access to any Apple device, look up my name, Tony D-U-R-S-O, and subscribe to my show. Remember, a kind review there will get you tremendous appreciation back in return. Thanks, guys. And remember, just take action. Success awaits those 
who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of the Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 